Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Punch Till I Die podcast, episode number 114. After an extended period of talking, to of having some guests again, I think it's uh, some of you would be glad to know that you're back to just the uh, dynamic duo, the dastardly duo, the gruesome twosome. <laughs> bastardly, doing, the bastardly duo. Yeah, uh, maybe. I'm, I'm doing good. We've had some... We've had an interesting mix of guests recently. We've had a we lot have, of women, a right? Fact, I wanna, I a lot of females. Want to address, I definitely want to address that later. Okay. Um, because I think, I think it is kind of an interesting topic. And, you know, it's one of those things. Ultimately, you and I are going to do what we want to do, but I think we're kind of responsive. Like, some things, if, some, if people think things work better than some things work better than other things, we'll certainly listen. We may ignore you, but we'll listen. No, we have, a, and I think we actually do have a lot of really good, good and take, uh, good, good and take, give and take, good give and take with our, our audience. You know, we've yep. we ask them their opinions on stuff and take polls and stuff. Um, and I think this will be an interesting question too. You know, when you pose it later on, I think that'll be interesting. But anyway, we've had a lot of yeah, a lot of different kinds of guests on, and that's one of the things we wanted to do at the beginning right we weren't going to say yeah, no to anybody definitely. you know and we've made a concerted i think lately has definitely been more of a concentrated effort but it doesn't mean it always care. hits right it doesn't mean exactly. it always hits let's, yeah let's take care of some business first take care of business tom Punk till I die who are we sponsored by <laughs> yes i wish i wish sponsored by tom and neil <laughs> yeah basically um so Punk till I die podcast on facebook Join the Punk Till I Die Facebook group if you want to interact with us. That's where, like, so the the Punk Till I Die Facebook group has a lot more followers than the, or the, I'm sorry, the Punk Till I Die podcast has a lot more followers than the group. But if you want to be active and mix it up with other listeners and talk to us, that's the one we're always on kind of communicating with people. The Punk Till I Die Facebook group, or Facebook page at this point, is pretty much just posting new shows. That's about the, it, all the content is on the other thing. Yeah, you want to join the group. If you're on Facebook oh, yeah. and you're wondering why we don't put, put ma- much on the main page anymore, it's because we put everything in the Facebook group. So. We've gone underground, baby. We've gone underground. Well, yeah, and but it's like in, in the Facebook group, you know, anybody can post on it, right? So post like records or pictures of yeah, your T-shirts yeah. or just any kinds of assorted crap that you want. You put it on there and, you know, and it just it doesn't have to be approved or anything. It just goes right up. So yep. it's we uh, have a good, we have a good we have a good mix. It's 50 percent Richard and 50 percent the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Richard showing us how much in trouble he is with his wife again this week because exactly. of all the stuff that he's bought. Yeah, he buy he buys records. I mean, I mean, I got a problem, dude. I have a, and we'll get into that here in a minute about my problem. But he, his might be worse. He seems to he, buy like four or five records every day. <laughs> it can't be. It just can't be. Well, you but wouldn't bro, think so, but he. Jeff po- Bezos I mean, couldn't even afford that. The amount that he posts, I don't know how he has time to sort of listen to them. To be fair. Well, and I even have that issue sometimes. But all right, listen. Okay, so Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook, Punk Till I Die podcast group on Facebook. We're having a lot of fun on there. And, of course, if you want to send us a letter, and we did get a long, a couple of good letters and one really long one. So I'm going to give a shout-out right now to our pal Carl and our new friend. Oh, what was – shoot, what was the other guy that sent the really long one, Neil? Um, he has two first names, I believe, from what I remember. It's like uh, – let's Bob? see. Richard Andrew. <laughs> Is it That's, Richard? Okay. Yeah, it's Richard Andrew, yeah. Or Andrew Ooh, Richard. Richard. I'm not sure which one it is. Andrew anyway, Richard we, or Richard we may Andrew. or may not get a chance to read those later, so just wanted to give a shout out to those guys. Um, so what's the address and, of yeah. that, Tom, where people can reach Punk, us? Punctilidice77 at Gmail. Till has two L's. Yes, t- so. t- till has two L's. Also, another thing is, um, I don't know if, how, how you guys listen to us. If you actually, if anyone looks at the download links, I I put when I when I post up the new podcast uh, episodes, 
on the Facebook page, or if you guys subscribe. But subscribing is probably better because then you get the stuff automatically. And also, if you would be so inclined, put a nice review up there for us, up on like Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Uh, give give us a review. If yeah. you think we suck, don't put a review. Uh, right. We only we only want nice reviews, please. Well, it's um, funny because we have we have really very very good reviews. I mean, it's it's. I think we have five I stars. Think they're all fives, yeah. except for there's one four, and I can't ever find it. Like, I want to see if there's any comments or not, but I think somebody just randomly gave us a four. So, yeah, if you had... were that four, tell us who you were so we can come to your house and beat your ass. No, <laughs> seriously, it's, <laughs> I think, it's all good. I think we have I think we have twenty five reviews up on Apple Podcasts, mm. something like that. Yeah, and only thirteen of them were written by my mom. So. <laughs> Mom, that's why you have all those kids, so you can just get, yeah. give us lots of good <laughs> reviews. All those accounts. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So, but my anyway, yeah, give so, us a review. My and... kids are so uninterested in what my podcast, dude. They <laughs> yeah. they really couldn't care less. So. Yeah, no. My daughter was very interested at first, but I don't think she's listened to one for like for, <laughs> for like a hundred episodes. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I got into my daughter's car. She's got this fancy newer car, and so like it's got this giant screen for a radio kind of thing. And I get in there and I see, I don't know, Post Malone or whatever garbage and something else. And then I see our, our Punctual I Die podcast. I'm like, Alex, are you listening to Punctual I Die podcast? She's like, yeah, I was listening to the one I was on. <laughs> that sounds about right. I'm like, yeah, that's classic. That's classic. Yeah, I think one of these days, I think one of these days you have to have Alex on and I'll have Lydia on and they can just talk about what, what idiots we'll we are. Go, we'll just go get a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. And then we can make a lot of noise in the background looking for potato yeah, chips. Yeah, beat on pots, pots and pans. Yeah, exactly. Oh, All right. Good. Well, listen, so, that, so we, we got a few things we want to talk about today, unlike some weeks where we just sort of roll. And we'll roll this week, too. We'll see. We'll see. We may talk about what we want. We may. Who knows where we'll go? Who knows, Neil? This is, you know, ride, driving off the rails on the crazy train, right? Hey, and if so, on the Facebook group, actually, if there's something you want to hear us talk about, Give us some, you know, give us some ideas. Not that we're short of ideas, but if there is something you guys want yeah. to see us cover, then by all means, throw it up there, and we'll. Please uh, send us emails with things to talk about, and I'm sure we probably never got to most of them. So remind us again. We'll be more. We're trying really hard to be more responsive now. <laughs> I mean, are we going to be successful? Not all the time, but we're doing better. Yeah, we do our best. We because we both have jobs, right? So exactly. Yeah, and your job is, seems like this. I'm I'm on my really busy week this week, but it seems like your job has been kicking your ass lately. So, uh, yeah, the last couple months have been uh, very very stressful. Yeah, but here's the other thing: is we're pretty much caught up now, so we're kind of gonna hopefully my my goal at least is to get back to the you know we when we record one within a couple of days, it's in your ears. Maybe not within so, a couple of days, but within like five days, perhaps. Because we've had, you know, we, we, there's a lot of times we had guests and it was like a month before it kind of got up. And Yeah, that wasn't great. Admittedly, it that wasn't great. It kind of its, lost its freshness and it's it was nobody's fault. We were just, you know, we just were just kind of trying something different. I think we're going to, unless we're on a vacation or something and we hit the sandbag, I think we're just going to kind of try to get well, out there fresh. So I think that's what happened, Tom, in those like between like episodes like 105 and 112 or something hey we got a lot of good guests so we pack so you know we we have to take the guests when we can get them but also we both knew that we were going away for you know 10 days or something so we had a lot of just in case we got a lot of uh episodes in the bag right and it turns out then that we were maybe like one we missed recording maybe like what would have been one so we had a a bunch extra yeah so we had we were pretty backloaded there for a while so that's why we've been putting them up so so fast recently you know that we've kind of sped up the the release schedule but hopefully you all don't mind so it doesn't seem like you do so so okay i'll tell you what because i do have a question about that that i would propose to people that i'd be curious about their answer to which is 
you know, do they like them? Would it be would be helpful if it was a regular release schedule? You know, if it was Monday and Friday, or or what days do you prefer? I would be interested to hear what people say on that. Hmm. And you know, Neil can put them up when he puts them up. I mean, if you're busy, you can only do what you can do. But I mean, should they go up on Tuesdays and Fridays? Should they go up on Mondays and Fridays? Should they go up on? If we only have one, should it just go up on Wednesday? Or I, I don't know. Do you t- you tell us what's the best? I, I don't know what the best way to do it. Is. Oh, right. I'll, just... tell you, I'll tell you what. Then I'll make a poll on the Facebook group, and just like go. just like last time when people voted, we could do them out of order if we wanted. Um, we'll we'll make a poll about that and see what people think. Meanwhile, we did one out of order, and hopefully, it didn't screw too many people up. So. No, I think it was fine because the other ones followed pretty soon Because if, you, if you're subscribed, they just show up in your feed anyway. So. They do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. right. So yep. listen. All right. So Saturday was Record Store Day deal. That is, and we'll talk about that when we come back. We come back from we come back from a break. We'll break. talk about Record Store Day. Okay. But for right now, I want to, my songs this week are all Record Store Day themed. So I did notice one, that. Yes, I did notice that. So the first one I'm going to play, this is a classic from like 1981, Wasted Youth. Side first track on side B of their great Reagan's Inn album, Fuck Authority. That was Wasted Youth with uh, Fuck Authority very, very fast. And of course, Tom, that was, that album was, was reissued was for Record Store Day. So I believe that you actually, did you make it out to Record Store Day this year or did you buy stuff online? I forget. No. Well, so so I did make it out. So um, I'm, I was on call for work. I picked up an extra weekend. So I'm like working two weekends and the full week in between. So I'm working a lot, too much really. But I... I was home working around the yard. I had already been to work in the morning, and then I got called back to work. And to me, that was the sign. I work in Grand Rapids. The record stores are in Grand Rapids. I live kind of out in the suburbs a little bit to the west. So I took that as my sign, so I ran over, and it was like 5 o'clock already. Okay. So the crowds were mostly died down. I mean, there was still a good amount of people in there. What's the name of the store? The store I, I can I can't recommend the store enough. It is the greatest store. Next time you come, you're going to come. Uh, next time you come visit, we're going to go there. It's called Vertigo Music. It's right downtown GR. 
And can you, you're allowed to go inside and there's no quotas, there's no masks or anything? Um, you know, with all, pretty much all that stuff is gone now. Um, it, I must say it did have a, like, if you're not vaccinated, you should please, you know, please wear a mask, but nobody was asking or anything. Mm-hmm. So, right, right. Um, the, like I said, the crowd had died down and, and I, and so I was the two, the two things that I was really hunting were the wasted youth album and the neon christ album and i found those right off the bat it was like two of the wasted useless and one of the neon christ so i grabbed those and there was a pile of the joey ramones sitting there and i contemplated it but it's funny you know i I flipped it over and i looked at the track list and nothing really caught my eye i mean i mean what a wonderful world of course is great and well you've heard it right i mean yeah yeah, no i have it on c i have it on cd yeah i mean it's and i think it's really good but well it's it's definitely the best i think of the ramon solo albums but anyway for whatever reason uh i i left it there and there was still a pile of them there was probably five or six of them there and i just bought the two and i was gonna and 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 i talked to you later and i probably should have picked one up for you but you didn't answer me fast enough so i guess i was getting drunk on saturday afternoon i guess (laughs) like my wife if you want me to do something for you you gotta answer me right away dude yeah i i Um, I should should have called me dude should have called me yeah, I suppose. And I would have got, got drunk, Neil. I don't care what you buy. <laughs> buy me anything. <laughs> I'd be like, what do they got? Buy it all. <laughs> well, because it usually, like, I, I don't know when we're actually going to get physically get together, but I do have, I know I have at least one record for you next time I see you. So, but anyway, um, so yeah, it was, it, I really didn't like indulge in the experience. I sort of just ran in and got what I wanted. And I mean, I was probably there like 15 minutes. Huh. It was cool. Um, and there was the other thing I wanted. They had there too, and I probably should have bought it from Vertigo, but I had already mail ordered the night before. Was and, and this is boy, talk about. I just don't need any of these things, Neil. I literally don't need. Well, we don't any need of anything, basically. I mean, really, the Wasted but, you Youth know. album. I have I have that on CD. Also, I have the first two albums on one CD. Oof. I was joking with you about it. And I told you about this the other day. The first two albums on one CD. The two albums together are less than a half hour long. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so, um, but the, the other one I wanted was the negative approach, uh, tied down demos. Oh, that's Why? right. There was demos. Yeah. There was demos for that first uh, negative it approach. Was, it was a different order, different recordings. I mean, negative approach put out very, very little music during their actual run. They put out a 10 song EP and a 10 song LP and one, uh, track on a comp. That was it. Wow. That was the total of their studio output, 21 songs. Um, so this is alternate versions of the tie down record from 83, 84. And there was one other track on it, which will make you insane because it's so inauthentic. It was recorded by the 2013 version of the band doing, uh, your favorite, uh, sham 69 Borstal breakout. And the original, so, the original is fantastic, but it's, it's funny to say well, her, to hear a bunch of old dudes from Michigan singing it. <laughs> their covers, their coverage great too, but it's just kind of weird that the bonus track wasn't from the same. Yeah, the same band. It's basically. from the current lineup, you yeah. know, which is great. The current lineup is great, dude. Uh, the guy, uh, I was just thinking about this in my drive home. The the bass player for Negative Approach is the old bass player for Necros. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he'd want to come on and talk to us. Oh, that would his be excellent. Yeah. I think his name's Ron. He looks like a hippie, but he plays bass like a mother. But anyway, um, well, so who so the, so who from the who from the original band is in the is in the new version of Negative Approach? Well, the current I think the version. drummer might have been at one point, but I know the the singer 
is might be the only one at this point. Okay. But it's been the same band for a long time. And like I said, it's a bass player from Necros. I can't remember if the drummer's still the original guy or not. But um and the guitar player is a guy named Harold. I can't remember what he's from. It's funny because Negative Approach, because there was another John Brandon band called uh, Easy Action, which is more rock and roll-y. I was going to say they sound like a mod band or something. Exact same lineup. Huh. It's the exact same band. I would like to ask Ron, Ron about that. Like, when you go to practice, like, who do you... So And both versions tour. Like, not together, but, you know, not the same, you know, both both playing, but it's, it's yeah, crazy. E- I'm sure I've heard of Easy Action before. I don't know cool. where I've heard them, but, yeah. They're cool. Huh. And so anyway, I wanted that one, so I was perusing around the Tang website. Tang, Tang's what I know. Tang is one of those labels. You know, we've talked about them. They're they have kind of a reputation about not being very good to their artists, or just like not properly paying their artists. Right, right. But man, they they sell their records for like fifteen bucks. I've always had good service. I've mail ordered from them probably ten times over the years. Um, so I went over there to look at that. So they had that. It's Green Limited. And what did they have? A European exclusive of a gang green record from 1997 that had never been on vinyl before. So I bought both of those things. So so, uh, so hold on. So you did buy the negative approach or you didn't? I did. Oh, I, you I did. Okay. It. Supposed, okay. To, supposed, supposed to be here Tuesday. Huh. I just, it was doing that thing where I was, every morning when I get to work, I check the tracking numbers and it was like, post office is still awaiting this item. Like, Ugh! yeah, I know. That sucks, doesn't it? I have that. I have that book. I have the the loose gravel book I'm waiting on. I have my records I'm waiting on. So, so you ordered those, you ordered loose gravel. Oh, good for you. I did. I good did. For you. I ordered the book. I want to read. It. And I hope it's exciting. Are you much of a reader or not? I am. Oh, you are. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I read quite a bit. Um, when I'm laying by the pool or when I'm on the beach or when I'm, I always read before bed usually. Are you want? Are you like me? You read like two two sentences and then you fall asleep. asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, I'm like you that I need like those like uh, one and a half magnifying glasses. <laughs> yes, for sure. God damn. I tell you, I'm at work or something. I'm trying to see a serial number. It's getting it's getting bad. I think I think this is the year. I made it 48 years without glasses, but I think this is the year, man. I don't think I'm going to make it through the year. I just I cannot see anymore. No, it gets worse and worse too. So, and then you go into the you know you, the guy in the uh, in the restaurant. Why is the damn menu so small? You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got my phone now. So I'm taking a picture of it and blowing it up. Shit like that. I'm, Oh, yeah, that's what I have to do a lot of times at work. I'm officially to the point where if I was getting the Reader's Digest, I'd want the one that had the giant mm-hmm. letters in it. Remember those? They like, made two different versions of the Reader's Digest. One was regular and had ads in it, and the other one was like this giant print. Actually, you know what? I never – I never. the Reader's Digest, what is that? I never It's a I very American that. thing, I guess. Yeah. It's just like a, like a, uh, a general interest magazine for older people. Did it have like – or articles from books or chapters on from books in it or what kind of thing yeah, was it? Yeah, maybe. All kinds of stuff, self help stuff. It was a small size, like the Yeah. T V guide size. Like hmm. the uh, Penthouse Letters or Playboy Letters little oh, magazine yeah. that used to come Forum. out. Remember Penthouse that? Forum. Forum, yes, Penthouse Forum, yeah, yeah, yeah. There this you go. never happens to me, but <laughs> <laughs> You mean those stories weren't true? I used to love yeah, love exactly. those when I was a kid. Shit. So anyway, bottom line, I did go out. I got what I wanted, and I, I so I, got, I ended up getting the four things. I got I got Neon Christ, I got the Gangrene, I got Negative Approach, and I got Wasted Youth. Well, damn, you were fucking keeping and, and them. I, you were keeping them in business. Damn, dude, look and at I'm you. And I'm still like feeling the pull to run downtown to see if they have the damn Joey Ramone album. So, well, yeah, if I buy one. I guess I'll buy two. Please do, yeah, because I, I I would definitely like one. Um, because I, I did... tell you what, why don't you why don't you play a song and then and then. 
All right, we'll do. Um, so, you don't like soccer, do you? Are you a soccer fan or not? Neil, is there a jet taking off outside? There your is. House? I'm sorry, that's the problem with living by O'Hare. Um, you know, <laughs> there's constantly jets going by uh, overhead. So, sorry okay. about that. No, um, no, you're good. So, I just want to make sure you didn't have like a massive gas leak and your apartment was going to explode <laughs> or something. No, not yet. No. Well, it's kind of hot, so I got all the windows open, so that's why you could hear outside. Get the AC, get the AC in yet, or what? I do. I managed to put it in this year. Yeah, myself. I didn't need your help putting it in. There you <laughs> Put go. my fucking broken gimpy arm. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, so are you a are you a soccer fan at all? A football fan? I am not. Okay. I am. I am. I. I mean, the, I went to so- my daughter played for like two years when she was like seven. All right. Well, and I found that exceptionally dull, and I think <laughs> youth soccer is actually slightly more exciting than adult soccer. Okay, well, so you're not the right person to be talking about this well, with. Listen, but you grew up with it, man. It's probably like you with baseball. You probably look at baseball, you're like, oh, this is horrible. But I, I like baseball. You know, it's slow. Yeah, me and but me soccer's and, slow. Me and the rest of the world love it. Um, but anyway, so well, you know, every four. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that that really make you feel that good that you and two two billion South Americans agree on something? Yeah, does <laughs> yes. that really make you yes, feel like a yes, yes, it does. How's that? Yes, it does. <laughs> um, All right. But anyway, so you, well, you know what the World Cup is, right? Every four years, yeah, they have the sure. World Cup. So, um, and then the alternate. Uh, like in the middle of those four years, like the the second year or whatever, um, they have the European Championships, which are kind of like we're kind of like the World World Cup, except it's just European teams playing and European national teams. So that's going on right now. It should have been in 2020, but like everything else, COVID mm-hmm. fucked it up. So it's actually mm-hmm. in 2021. Um, and so uh, I've been I've been glued to that totally glued to that over the last week it started last week and it's like 24 teams and stuff like that and uh so i decided to play some uh play some songs by bands that are whose countries are involved in the world cup especially ones from the uk because for the first time both uh in a long time wales scotland and england all qualified for a major tournament so um Mm. i'm gonna play so my first one is going to be a scottish band i'm gonna play a song by the rosillos and mm. this song is My Baby Does Good Sculptures by the Rosillos. So here it is.
Baby does good sculptures there by the Rosillos. Um, I'm sure you know that song already. From it's their one of classic them. first album from what, like 79 or something? 78? 78. 78, yeah. 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 Can't stand the Rosillos. Um, yeah, that great, was so, great that, album, that, man. They, that, you know, they did one like a few years ago. I, I was just about to say to that. I was just about to say that. Yeah, they only did one album in their time. Then they, you know, they they split and became, some of them became the Rivillos, Rivillos with a V. And then. Yeah. Um, a couple of them left to join the Human League, which was interesting. Uh, mm, that's right. The Human League, but they had some big hits. The Revelos never quite captured that magic, did they? That the Revelos did. No, they were good, though. They were good. They, were, they had more of a 60s vibe, probably, than the Revelos mm. did. Um, but the Revelos, yeah, the Revelos reformed, like you said, about five years ago. They actually did a short tour of the U.S., and yep. they released an, an, uh, a second album, which was so weird. They were weird, playing I, tiny. They were playing they were tiny places. Tiny places, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was it's after, called like, Metropolis. After, what the second album? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I, I remember. I reviewed it. I mean, it sounded it, it sounded like it could have been recorded right after the first one. I mean, they yeah, did it a, they did a good job with it. Really yeah, good. it was good. So, but anyway, yeah. So, so the, they're from Scotland, and Scotland qualified for the Euros, and they got beat two nothing in the first game by Czechoslovakia, and uh, and they were they embarrassed themselves. But that's what Scotland always does on the world stage. So. <laughs> Mm. All everything I know about Scotland is from groundskeeper Willie, or from Paul that you would talk to on the Saturday afternoon. Sometimes. No, I, I would say I actually have some Scottish her- Scottish heritage. Yeah, my my mother, my paternal, uh, my maternal uh, grandfather is McClellan. So oh, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm gonna go find the find the castle. And what's your nickname for Paul? Was it like something Did something I have a for Paul? something something on soft shits? What the hell was it? I don't even remember. <laughs> Those conversations go go pretty fast, Neil. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they I, do. I they, they go all over the place. So you did not go. You did not get out to record store day. I did not. No, I mean, okay. So I was looking at the list. So you went boozing. I mean, you didn't go boozing anywhere near a record store, or what? I actually stayed home boozing on Saturday. <laughs> we had some errands to do. That's not a sign of a problem. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, I booze every day, but uh, <laughs> no. Let me see here because I I had the list of. Okay, so I made my notes of what I would have gotten, or what would what kind of interested me. Um, so on the June record store day. By the way, why when did they ever decide to split it? Why well, did they do that? They did it like three because of COVID. I, I, listen, I don't know what's going on, man. It's it's funny because I look at these states like California, New York are just rushing, falling all over themselves to open everything back up 100. percent Meanwhile, our governor's still dragging her feet. Yeah, we we opened back up 100 uh, percent as of last Friday. Chicago, everything is open. What about what about the mask thing? No, up to the individual businesses or what? If you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. So that's, of course, that's yeah, that's what they, it is in Michigan. Yeah. Of course, individual businesses can do what they want, and I've always been okay with that. At the end of the day, you yeah. know, I choose whether or not I go to a business. But but I believe we're up to 100 percent occupancy again, so that's good. So you could potentially go to a Blackhawks game and just sit shoulder to shoulder with twenty thousand people. Well, the Cubs have been doing that for yeah for the last few weeks. Well, that's outside at least, but yeah, that's outside. Okay, so anyway, how did we get to that? Uh, but yeah, anyway, so oh yeah, record store day. So yeah, why did they split it to two again? Was it? I mean, is it something to do with the pressing plants? Are the pressing plants so behind? No, I think it's just to keep like from being too much of a cluster, too much of a human, you know, like but just 
But it's disaster. a pain in but it's a pain in the ass. But okay, well, I mean, we we've always had two, right? We had one in Dude, in the summer. Every, you, you watch, they're just gonna keep stretching out because now they have the they have the one in November, and now they have two in the summer. It's just gonna be like once a month. No, but we always used to have two. We had one in the summer, and then we had one on Black Friday. It's well, it, that was Black always Friday the one. one is not as old as no, it was April. It used to be in April. Hmm. And I know the Black, Black Friday, Friday one yeah. is more more recent. But now there's two in the summer, so. Well, yeah, but I, like I said, I don't know if they'll go back to April next year or what. But anyway, so the June the June drop. So, um, looking at the things I was vaguely interested in. So, there's a new Buzzcocks compilation, which I want to get to in a minute to talk about my annoyance yeah, with you that. Need, you, need, you need that. Yeah. Uh, there was a, every, every song you got. I mean, it's got all songs you already have, but they're in a different order. So, well, no, like no, that, no, it's like worse. That negative approach record, right? Dude, it's worse. It's worse. So, what Record Store Day normally is, right? They'll just reissue albums that you don't really need, or they'll just put out strange live albums right that you don't need either but what the buzzcocks did with it and you know there's been a million buzzcocks compilations right there's a million and this one basically what it was it was from a few years ago and it was them redoing a lot of their old songs so that was the twist on this one (laughs) it wasn't even the original songs that you've grown to love it was them redoing them like five years ago so yeah that's a complete well, fucking leave. was still alive. Yeah, he was. I think, I think it, was, it was recorded just before he died or something. But still, who needs that? You know? Yeah. I mean, seriously, who needs that? It's, it's, it's virtually impossible for a band to do that and have you like the second version more than the first version. Of course, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's just never happens. Right. Even if, they, even if the original version quality-wise is a little, uh, you know, crusty sounding. Yeah. Um, so there was a Devo album called Somewhere with Devo. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that one was? I think it might have been new, but I'm not sure... Let me see if I can just look that up real fast while I'm looking at that. So then it was like demos from the Richard Hell uh, second album, Destiny Street. Yeah, I'm not and, too interested in that. And, well, the album itself wasn't very good, so I can't imagine that the demos would have been... Well, have been you know, as, I, as we were talking about, sometimes the demos are better than the album because the album will get produced to death or focus group to death, you know, and kind of the raw original recordings. Maybe there's something there, but I just... I, I, his first classic album, I only like half of. Right. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's good. I'm sorry. Keep going. So this Devo thing, it looks like it's just remixes. It's just remixes of. Uh, it's got some live stuff, and then it's got some. Re- it's got some remixes. So fuck that. So that was completely unnecessary. Um, Richard Hell's was completely unnecessary. Um, the London Suede. I really love Suede, but they had some live album by them. So I was kind of interested in that, but not enough to buy it because it's a live album. Uh, Negative Approach, you've already talked about that. The Neon Christ, you've already talked about that. Joey Ramone, you've talked about that. Um, There was a 10-inch single of the Suicide song, Cherie Cherie, which is probably their best song. Well, they have two really good songs, right? They have Cherie Cherie and uh, what's the other Suicide song that's really good that I'm drawing a blank on right now? Don't know. Do you know know Suicide at all? that album has been on my list of albums to pick up for years. The first Suicide album, I've never really listened to it. It's, uh, oh, Ghost Rider. That's the name of the song, of course, Ghost okay. Rider. That was like the first single, I think. Maybe it wasn't. but And then the other one called Rocket USA. The whole first side of that album is good, but the second side is unlistenable. I mean, it's only like seven songs or something, right? Uh, what, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, seven. Exactly right. I but, say they're long and some of them get a little bit much. No, most of them aren't that long. But the one that is, is the song Frankie Teardrop, which is unlistenable. 
Mm. Uh, basically, it's just him screaming. And I know when they supported the Clash in Glasgow in '78, that people were throwing bottles at them. And if they were doing <laughs> that song, then I can't really blame them for the Mad Scots for throwing bottles at them because that Frankie Teardrop song is fucking unlistenable. <laughs> Um, and then the other thing I was interested in was Wasted Youth, uh, like you said. But uh, I guess nothing on that list was that compelling to me to actually want to get off of my chair. away from drinking by yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, and actually go down there and buy it. Well, I was watching the soccer too and there was cricket was on uh, too. So it was, a, it was a, actually it was a fun day. But uh, yeah. So you don't have anybody else down. You don't have anybody else that's a fan of those things that you can go out to the pub with or corner of the house and watch or something. Just you and your cats. Oh, the cricket and the soccer? Yeah. Um, no, but I, I'm online chatting with people the whole time while it's on. Ah, so. gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the new hanging out. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So so on, that, so on the Wasted Youth thing, so this is the second thing I've got from this new label out in, oh boy, is it Seattle or is it Portland? Jackpot Records. Oh, the same as the Dead Boys. Same as the Dead Boys. And I know you have a wipe. You got one of the wipers ones, too. I got to say... I am pretty impressed with this label. Yeah, why was that Wasted Youth so expensive, nice by the way? Do you know why it was so expensive? I don't know. You know, it's funny because I was, you know, I was joking with you about how the fact that, you know, I got that Neon Christ and I got the Wasted Youth. And between the two of them, it's like 34 minutes of music. Wasted Youth is under 14 minutes and Neon Christ is around 20. And with tax, probably the Wasted Youth album was close to $34. Um, it was 24 Okay. Twenty three ninety nine and the Neon Christ was nineteen ninety nine. The Jory Ramon was twenty four ninety nine. My store has very good prices, I must say. Hmm. And he usually takes good care of me, so I, I, I'm not complaining about that end of it. But it is, man. Some of this stuff does get off the rails. Thirty five bucks for an LP. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if they are naked ray gun. Well, I mean, if you buy, yeah, if you buy it an original <coughs> from the early eighties or something, you could kind of see, you know, thirty forty bucks. But well, yeah, maybe a hundred, but yeah. Not for a brand new, enough for one that they've just fucking made, you know? It's a nice kind of green marble. I mean, it's a nice record, and you can order it directly from the label for, the, for I think, 25 Oh, if the, they, uh, the Wasted Youth? If, yeah. If they still have any left. Well, that was the thing with the Tang. I'm like, okay, so I just ordered these records for 15 bucks a piece, and they're literally selling for 20, 20 to 25 bucks at the stores. Well, I mean, go. yeah. Well, I mean, we got four or five bucks to ship a couple of records doesn't make a difference on that. And mm-hmm. the gangrene thing was euro only. But I guess we can't, we can't, um, you know, these old old school record shops. We can't, we can't uh, begrudge them from trying to make a profit. Right? No, no, not at all. Like I yeah. said, my my local record store is the prices are are great. So I mean, you know, records are expensive. That's it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so that's what, oh, jackpot. Yeah, the jackpot record. So I'll tell you what. Why don't I? Should I play another song? Uh, yeah, play another song, and then I'll talk about some of the one of the things I did buy on record. So store so so you gave us a list of things that you mildly were interested in that you didn't buy. That's some list, Neil. Well, you know, well, you know what? And, and here's what it was. So I was looking at those things, and I was like, eh, I wouldn't mind that, wouldn't mind that. And then I looked at the prices, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to my want list on, uh, rec- on, on Discogs and buy something that I really want. You know, put the money that I might have spent on Record Store Day and put it towards something that I really did want. So I did that. Oh, there you go. And well, and it is, you know... It, these record store day buys are sort of impulse buys at the end of the day mm-hmm. because I do. I also have sort of a mental list of stuff. You know, I try to buy stuff that I really want to listen to, and I don't like the Neon Christ thing for me. I don't think it really falls into that category. It's not super listenable. Like I, I enjoyed it. 
you know, uh, but it's not something I'm not going to let's do it like I do the first Ramones album or something, you know. Right. And, 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 gonna, fu- and the funny thing it's is, it's not going to be like, oh, I'm in the mood for some wasted youth, you know. I, no, I, I don't know. And you got a good point there because, the, you know, the, 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 point, the fact of the matter is, I sounded like you there. The fact of the matter is, um, if I drink, everybody, if I if I'd seen that Joey Ramone album a month ago in the store, I probably would not have bought it. But because it's record store day and it's hyped and it's coming out on some kind yep. of crazy colored vinyl, now I definitely want it for twenty five bucks. I mean, so do I really well, want it in that case? Maybe not. I, I, well, and you know, on our group, on our Punk Delight Eye podcast group, our our pal Jake put a picture of it up, and I'm like, oh, that's so freaking cool looking. Yeah, it's really, it is really cool looking. They did a really Black nice job with it. Black and pink splatter or something. Yep. It's just, yeah, it's a cool looking record. Yeah. Um, but so what did I buy instead? I went to my um Well, listen, I'm going to play another song. Okay, yeah, we'll, go ahead. We'll talk about that. Yep. What so are you going to play? I'm going to play in the End Christ song. This is the first, this is from their first EP, which is from 84, I think. The name of the compilation they just put out was called 1984. I think this is from 84. Uh, they're self-titled like 7-inch, uh, 10-song 7-inch. This is the song Neon Christ by the band Neon Christ off the EP Neon Christ. <laughs> there you go. You got that? Yeah. We're double living your restitution. We want to shatter your misconceptions. Don't want to live your body systems. Hard to kill off your own perceptions. We There you have it, Neon Christ. Neon Christ off the album. So, Neon so you're Christ. saying, you're saying, who's Neon Christ? I've never even heard of this band. Well, they were a pretty obscure Atlanta hardcore punk band of teenagers. They were not, not. I mean, if you hadn't heard of them, don't feel bad. It's not like they were big. The reason they're sort of known, and the reason this record is getting first class treatment, like the version I bought is beautiful, dude. Clear red vinyl, dark red, uh, gatefold jacket, pull out twelve page, like twelve by twelve booklet, like full size booklet. I mean, oh, wow. it took me longer to read the booklet than it did to listen to the record. Um, but it's because the original guitar player went on to play for Blast. His name is William Duvall. And then he currently is the singer for Alice in Chains. So he's kind of made it made big, you know? Huh. Is that right? I didn't know so that. So that's why. So, yeah, don't feel bad if you don't know that. Interesting Wasted Youth 
thing the thing with Wasted Youth, their first album was a classic. Second album, they had a different singer, and it was kind of whiny. It wasn't really that good. It was called Get Out of My Yard or something like that. Get Out of My Yard. And then they made a third album um, called Black Days, D-A-Z-E, which was sort of like a crossover thrash album. And that featured a young Joey Castillo, who would go on to play drums for about 50 different bands, including... Danzig and a bunch of other stuff. So, well, who, are you, who, who are you talking about there? That I was just talking about Wasted Youth. Oh, Wasted Youth. No, okay. first Neon Christ, then yeah. Wasted Youth. How did you get back onto Wasted Youth again? I was just telling, in, telling a little story. Because you, you, you confused me there for a second. Uh, no, no, yeah, Neon Christ, the, the guitar player for Neon Christ is now the singer for Alice in Chains. Wasted Youth just went through a couple different incarnations, and their first one was like the cool hardcore punk one. The rest of them were different. So now I'm looking at this original Neon Christ single, and the I want it. version is more famous than any of the other guys in the band. See, I want this original Neon Christ EP now, because that, that sleeve artwork is fantastic. It's, it is very indicative of the time. I actually don't yep. love the cover of the LP. No, the LP, it, it looks very, very dull. Holy shit, they couldn't have done any less stuff on it, could they? Yeah, I don't, I don't love it. it. There is actually a lot of stuff, subtle stuff going on in the, in the on it, but yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah. But it's gateful. It's a beautiful. It's very well done. Beautifully done package. But this original, uh, the original EP, my God, it looks like it's difficult to find because they don't even have any for sale on Discogs. They and probably it's... only made a thousand or something. Yeah, it's like three hundred a uh, thousand copies pressed. Hundred and seventy-five of a yellow cover. All the others are white. There you go. So the yellow sleeve must be that one. Must be never sold. Never sold on Discogs. There you go. Mm. On that one. Yeah. So if you ever see it in the store, people probably want to get that one and it's not because people are like collecting it it's because it's like in somebody's closet at their mom's house probably or something no i i do know them from i think they were on um oh they were on the war peace comp peace war comp or yeah whatever do you know what on. do you know what song that was because i guess it's I called have... ashes to ashes okay it was yeah. that yeah that was on the label that uh, uh dave dictor uh mdc's label okay yeah, yeah. Our radical records. Yeah, because I, I, I knew I knew I'd heard the name before, but um, I, I couldn't remember where from. Well, didn't you play something by them on our very first episode? Neon Christ. Yeah. I don't think so. Or was that a different Christ? Caustic Christ. That's who that Caustic was. Caustic Christ. Yeah. yeah they're, from, they're from Pittsburgh. They're different. They were much more modern '90s. Okay. Well, there early you 2000s. Go. There you go. Caustic Christ. That, yeah, because we did the theme. Remember, you uh, you did the song about. Uh, you did a, a crucifix song. I about did. Joe Hinkley had a vision. Yeah. And then I did the. Yeah, Hinkley had a vision. Yeah. And then I did the. Uh, Jody Foster Christ song. Yeah. Doesn't anybody want to impress Jody Foster anymore? There you go. Punk till I die. Right. Taking it on memory lane. There you go. <laughs> so what did you end? What did you end up ordering, Neil? Just well, out of... I looked at my list, and checked it twice, and. Um... I guarantee you've been more naughty than nice. <laughs> yeah, you know that, but um, I got a social distortion single my god how many of those there can't be many left that you don't have at this point right? there's actually got... the, there's actually a lot believe it or not really? um yeah i picked up 1945 i think you've already talked about this um no because the first one i got i was going to get 1945 before and i didn't um i got uh geez which one did i get before Another really early one, right? Mainliner or something? I got main. That's right. I got Mainliner. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was because I wanted to go in order. So I got Mainliner. Uh, I got that about a two or three months ago, and so yep. I bought 1945. Now which is I, I know, supposed to I know about what you paid. I know about what you paid for Mainliner, and I'm not going to share that information. But is 1945 in that same ballpark or less? It is. It's in that same ballpark. Mm. But I figured if I'd bought three of those albums on Record Store Day, 
that would have been about what I paid for 1945. So, you know. That's true. And 1945, it's a single I've always wanted. I fucking love it. What's and the uh, B? What's the B-side? B-side is, well, it's under my thumb and playpen. Okay. So the Rolling Stones cover and then uh, and then playpen. I mean, of course, you can get both those things on the Mainliner LP. Yep. Which is like nine songs. Like yep. 15 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. And so this, okay, so Mainline, it was on Posh Boy. By this time, yep. they were on 13th Floor Records. So this okay. is the, uh, this is one of the 13th Floor Records releases of that from 1982. So the next one on my list is Another State of Mind. Mm. So, um, yeah, which is even more expensive, I believe. Now, th- now that, of course, made it on the Mommy's Little Monster LP. Yeah. Yep, it did. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Boy, a lot of factoids today, Neil. Wasted yep. youth, neon Christ, social distortion. Yeah, so now, so, so so now I'm that, looking at that, that and I'm like, I have to buy that right now. No. <laughs> What's that? Um, and and as and as for the as for the number of singles, they actually they actually have a lot of singles because they would normally with every album release, they would normally do at least one or two singles with every album release, and they yep. might have just been uh, they might have been demos or like things for for radio stations, but they did put out a couple of singles for like every every album. Mm-hmm. So like for the yeah. self titled, they got Let It Be Me and they got Ball and Chain. Uh, uh, story of my life. Yeah, story of my life. That's yeah, the only Ring of Fire. I have by them actually. Oh, yeah. oh, see, I don't have that one. That's interesting. Yeah. Had a couple of great B sides. I don't remember what they are right now. Backstreet Girl. They were not. Backstreet. Non- I think they had non-album tracks. It's a Backstreet Girl. Yeah, Backstreet Girl, 1945, Mommy's Little Monster. It wasn't a pretty picture because it came out in a 12-inch. Hmm. So did you, did you get a 12-inch? No, I have like a, I have like CD of it. Oh, we have the CD. Right, right, have, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have the vinyl. I think it has like five songs on it. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't have – I have I have uh, on vinyl, I only have Mommy's Little Monster and White Light, White Heat, White Trash, even though I am trying to get the – I want to get the other Columbia records for sure. Mm-hmm. Somewhere between Heaven and Hell and self-titled. Well, I'm sure you'll have them before Social D actually release a new album. Yeah, you know? there you go. <laughs> they, the, you know, the best presses are these music on vinyl, these European European presses. So, Anyway. So that's what I got. And I've got a couple of other things recently, but um, they, they're for things that haven't actually come out yet. So I'm going to have kind of a long wait, like the Naked mm. Ray Gun album. Mm. Like I pre-ordered that. And then I mean, it's I, been 10 years in the making. They have to have a long pre-sale on this thing. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Well, I think, no, I don't, I don't think it's the, to do with the pre-sale. I think it's just because the record plants are so behind. At least that's what I've heard mm. is that it's taken a month yeah. to press stuff. Yes, they should have tried to get it pressed in 2009 when, when they originally when, recorded it. Yeah, 100% correct, yes. But then they wouldn't have been able to get all those fancy colors probably, right? So I guess. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I have not ordered that. I may. I, I don't know. I was kind of put off by the price of it, honestly. By the price? Hey, what, what, yeah. are, you, what are you going to – are you going to deny these guys a nice retirement? What's the matter with you? you well, it's been, you know, I'll tell you what. If I went to the show – and I'm drinking a beer. I have no issue with paying twenty five dollars for a plain black record. Yeah, yeah. But to order from them and ship it, I mean, it's gonna be thirty bucks for just the plain Jane record. I mean, you got a fancy one. It's gonna be at least forty bucks delivered, right? I think it was thirty. Oh yeah, you're right because it was thirty five, thirty to buy it. I think or something like that. And then, you know, I don't know. I don't anyway, remember now. I, I, listen, I I don't know. It was I mean, one. Of, it was it was one of those things when I saw it go up. I was like, oh, I want to get that super limited one because there was only two hundred made or something. At least that's what they said, right? You hope mm. that they're telling the truth. I mean, I, I mean, Naked Reagan's a popular band, but at the end of the day, how many copies of a vinyl record are they going to sell? A couple thousand. 
Yeah, probably right. Someone like that. I wouldn't imagine. I mean, it's not like that. they're going platinum. No, no. I don't know. There was a lot of a lot of people in Chicago, though. I mean, everyone was going fucking crazy True. about it when when it was first announced. And if so it, if, it, if it flops, then I can get it secondhand pretty reasonably. First. <laughs> well, I don't think it'll flop. I think it'll it'll sell like all our albums did. But I just hope the production on it is good because I don't know some of the recent ones, some of the some of the reissues anyway were just freaking terrible. So. Mm. I got I got I got a lot of the uh, CD reissues. That's about all I have by them. So well, when they did the vinyl reissues a few years ago, it was basically just the CD, the CD mastering pressed onto vinyl. So it mm. sounded like shit. It didn't sound good at all. Like they did nothing to mm. make it uh, to to press it special for vinyl. So those were those were not good. But they came in fancy colors, so they sold really well. You know. There you go. Yeah. I think more people are looking at the records and playing them, Neil. I think you might be right, actually. Uh, I think that might be true. So they can take pictures of them and put them on Facebook. All right. What's your next hooligans, soccer hooligans song? Uh, my next one, I'm going to play. You know what? It's so funny because also a lot of these songs I picked today are by bands that we should have played on the show before, but we never have. Like hmm. we've never played the Rizzolos before. And so my next one is the English song because England beat Croatia in the first game. So that was good. Um, I'm going to play a song by The Fall. Who... I don't even know if we've really mm. talked about the fall before, but they were, mm, you know, very, um, very divisive band. <laughs> Marky Smith, a genius. Um, so I'm going to play one of the. I'm going to play one of the. Huh? Very pretentious bunch. Pretentious. You don't think the fall is a little pretentious? Not at all. Marky Smith was like the complete opposite of that. He would just say whatever the fuck he wanted whenever he wanted. He didn't care about being PC. He would just blurt out all kinds of nonsense. He was. He was, he was basically drunk. He was basically just drunk he was all very the time. Artsy fartsy. No, I think you're thinking of somebody else, mate. Oh, all right, forget it. Play the fall. I mean, musically, maybe they were all over the place, that's, yeah, right? That's what I mean. Yeah, music. Oh, I thought you meant as a per, like as people. Oh no, he's... I don't know anything about him as a person, but I know he's yeah. very divisive. I, well, I, I shouldn't say that because I do know he's very like a lot of people. Man, this guy was a jerk, but yes, well, he was drunk all he's the time. He's dead now, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, you know me. I'm a friendly drunk. You know. Yeah, I'm an angry. No, I'm not an angry drunk. I mean, people I... only think I'm a jerk if they meet me when I'm sober. <laughs> yeah. When you're bothering people when you're drunk at a show. Um, <laughs> well, that has, in my defense, that hasn't happened for like a year and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I'm going to play one of the early singles. This is Totally Wired by The Fall. Good job. 
All right, so that was The Fall with uh, Totally Wired. Um, love the early singles. Now, they're one of those bands that released about a thousand albums, and uh, some of their later stuff was basically unlistenable. But uh, the early stuff, when it was a bit more focused, was, uh, was pretty amazing, pretty spot on. One of my mm. best friends back in England, actually, is from Manchester. He's from the area where The Fall are from. And uh, I think he's seen them like over a hundred times. The oh. amount of bands that came from fairly small Manchester is pretty amazing, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, I mean, what a an amazing town music-wise. I mean, Liverpool was too, but uh, yeah, Manchester probably even oh, more please. so. Oh, right? please. Nobody famous, nobody famous ever came from Liverpool. Nobody famous ever came from Liverpool, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. And then they all moved to Manchester, apparently. All the musical mm. talent. Well, Anyway, okay. that was the fall for you. Okay. Yep. So, um... I did want to have uh, talk a little bit about uh, something that's been irritating me lately and, and get your thoughts on it, Neil. Sure. So I've been writing for 100 years, right, for punk news, new noise, different people. And, and of course, these publicists, they just basically get email lists, right? I mean, I've done a little bit of publicity work. I get it. You get your email list and you just send out all this uh, publicity stuff, you know. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because we've had a couple of people that I've more or less, I think, had – interviews set up with that are kind of bigger names that have uh, i'm pretty sure the publicists have totally dropped the ball on it huh like we were literally in the process of setting up and so what happens is and the re- and, and, I, and i won't give any names but what's been happening a lot lately is some of these guys who went on to be more famous not necessarily in the punk realm are going back and releasing like their early punk albums now, why are they doing so, that? Why are they doing that? Just for street cred or something? Or what? Yeah, just because they can, probably, because they can afford it now. Hmm. It happens pretty regularly, honestly. I mean, the, the example I'll give, and this was not one of the people I went after, not one of the people who was promised to us, uh, Duff McKagan. You know Duff McKagan? Please oh, yeah. yeah. A little a little combo called Guns N' Roses you may or may not have heard of. Yeah, I actually saw him in a cafe in, uh, in Hawaii one time. Did you? Okay. I did, yeah. And he's supposed to be a pretty good dude, big, tall, blonde dude, right? Yep, yep, very um, yeah, difficult to miss, yeah. But he played, at one point or another, he played in the band, uh, oh, what's that famous Seattle band? Oh, I can't, it's going to kill me. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But I know, but anyway, he also had a teeny bopper band, and I see they're putting their one record out. And I can't remember what it was called hmm. now. But, so, Duff McKagan's a famous guy, right? Like, he's the type of guy who wouldn't, normally talk to somebody like us probably but when you get these bands doing these passion projects he was in the farts wasn't he the farts that was yeah. the seattle band that i couldn't think yeah, of. yeah 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 farts are cool i have a couple of their albums they did some albums on alternative tentacles they were kind of kind of reminded like the feeders or something kind of mm-hmm. chaotic um and i can't remember what his like punk band was but he did a punk band they just put the album out this year it was like seven songs you know from 1980. 1980- 83 or something so these bands will do these passion projects and and you know and and i'll send a pitch out and say hey you know everybody wants to talk to you about guns and roses but i'd love to talk to you about your you know we'll talk mostly about your punk band and and i've been having pretty good luck with oh yeah yeah let's set that up let's set that up and it's just like these publicists are dropping the ball and talking and and i'm wondering like you were talking to our buddy john bates and he just goes like directly after these artists on facebook i wonder if i should just start doing that well that's how i got tv smith I mean, Glenn Matlock. Glenn Matlock came yeah, in through the publicist, publicist, right? But yes. uh, but and, yeah, but and like the Cretan, the Cretan came from a publicist. Yeah, 
But TV Smith, like I said, I reached out to him directly on uh, on Facebook yep. and uh, Roxy Epoxy. I got directly on Facebook or Instagram. I don't remember. So I mean, you can go either way, I guess. Well, and unfortunately, when the publicist just like when I don't hear for the publicist, you know, it's like tell me to piss up a rope. Yeah. I don't care. You know what I mean? Give me, just give me an answer. You know, don't say, Hey, what, what days can we make this work? And then just disappear. And now I is mean, that, it's... is, is that because they've actually asked the artist and the artist was like, fuck no. What no, do I don't think so. I think, I think we had tentative yeses from the artist. One of them literally, Neil, we were supposed to record with today. Right. And they said, Hey, does this time work? And I said, absolutely. And then boom, nothing. Yeah. And once again, a person who's not necessarily primarily known as a punk rocker actually has some is sort of more famous than than a punk rocker at this point. And uh, but trying to promote an album of material he played on when he was very young, and uh, yeah, it's just it's been kind of a bummer. But so yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll start going that direction. Are these publicists helping? Or are they hurting their they're artists and listen. I realize we're not Joe Rogan or something. You know, we're we're a smaller show, but you know, we we you know, I think we're pretty good at rapping with these older people about some cool stuff they did when they were younger. So anyway, Duff McKagan's actually an my... interesting dude. He's because he he played drums in those early punk Who's bands that? he was in. Duff McKagan played drums. He didn't he didn't he didn't play guitar. I did not know that. Yeah, because huh. um, he was in the Fastbacks well, as well. If he's but he's got a hookup on Duff McKagan. We're looking to talk. But he was, yeah. Okay. But but he was like Mr. Seattle. Yeah, he was in the he was in the fastbacks for a while. I did not know that. But it was probably a pretty small scene, I would imagine, right? And so there was probably. Uh... Well, the people I'm tr- the people that have been promised to us are not as famous as Duff McKagan. But... <laughs> well, maybe now we have to get him. We've talked him up. Now we have yeah, to get now him. Yeah, now it. I sort of want Duff. Yeah. That would be interesting. I, it would be interesting to have somebody like that famous. That has such a huge, probably has a huge social media following. Oh to yeah, give us a push. Oh my god, yeah. Because if ten thousand Guns N' Roses fans listen to us, how many would stick around? But even if it was ten percent or one percent, you know. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Publicist yeah. man. Yeah, we'll reach out to him and say, yeah, yeah, I, I saw you that time in Hawaii, remember? <laughs> I, oh, I was sure. I was a weird English guy with the hat on. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> you yeah. go, oh, yeah, sure, I remember you. That would be great. So, but it's just, yeah, it, it's it's interesting, man. It's uh, And it's it's not like we have a shortage of guests, but I am always sort of interested in that guest that will um, put us in front of a little slightly different audience. Well, so when the publicists you know, I, reach out to you, is it because of you writing for New Noise? Is is that why they're reaching out to you? Both, both okay. punk, punk news and New Noise. Huh? Like I said, they just uh, just accumulate these giant mailing lists. Okay. And and like I'm on a, you know, and some publicists I'm more friendly with than others, where they can actually reach out to me personally. Um, but it's it's a lot of metal, honestly. Hmm. So when it, when they get some good punk stuff, I usually. I will sometimes reach out and like, you know, some, some stuff, I know it's a long shot. Um, you know, honestly, Glenn Madlock to me was a long shot. I'm just like, Oh yeah. This. But his publicist is great. Right on top of the ball. These other couple I've been dealing with, man, they're just, it's just, I, I think they might be doing the artist more harm than good. Was it probably people just doing it for on the side, right? Cause they have another job and then they yeah, just do yeah, that no, on the they side. Do. Which, I know they do. Cause yeah. most emails come after five o'clock or whatever. And I get that. I get that, but you know, 
return your freaking emails. Like I said, even if it's say, you know, I'm sorry, the artist isn't available. Yeah. Because like I said, these two, I've had two. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say big names because I don't know what context to put it into that have been more or less. Yeah, let's set this up. Let's set this up. What works best, publicists, if you're listening, connect us via email. Then the artist can either we, the artist, you know, instead of that third party. And maybe it's just a control issue with these publicists. Like they want to make sure they're involved with everything. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible, if, I guess. Yeah. And I guess, and you listen, I guess you don't want to give people, strangers, emails and phone numbers and stuff, you know? But I, I mean, I always feel a little weird, especially when you got, you know, like a, a Susie Moon, you know? Yep. Uh, a, a nice younger woman. I'm like, hey, uh, can we get your phone number as a backup? She doesn't know if I'm some kind of a weirdo or something. Well, she pretty much knows you're a weirdo. I say she does now. <laughs> Spent an hour and a half just talking to us, but you know what I mean. I'm like I'm not oh, stalking, yeah. buddy. I don't keep these phone numbers. I mean, I got a ton of famous people's phone numbers in my phone. We should maybe next time in Chicago, we'll drink a bunch of beer and just like drunk dial Joe Queer and Susie Moon and just start calling these people up. <laughs> Remember me? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. That sounds like a fun. all right. And let's record it too. That's that sounds like yeah. a great show right there. Oh, that would be great. Drunken boners with Tom and Neil. Well, so, but just, just until we get, before we get off that topic. So what do the publicists get out of it? Like, why are they doing this job? Well, they're being paid. So a Cretan is paying somebody to do this for him? <sighs> Listen, dude, nobody's more surprised than I am, but somebody's <laughs> paying. Huh. Okay. Unless, unless maybe... Somebody like the Cretan, you know, I I got the feeling the Cretan's publicist was a, a pretty big fan of the Cretan, so maybe he's doing a pro bono or something, or or maybe he's doing it for a some I, I don't know, maybe he's doing some, maybe he's trying to get established, so he's well. I, I no well, and to be fair, he yeah, he actually seems like he's really on the ball. Is his yeah. name Keith or something? He seems like he's really it is. on the As ball. Fact, so that's I good. Give a, I want to give a shout out to Keith. it's called Infecting Cells is the name of the PR company, and I think he's pretty new. At least he's new to me. And uh, I definitely uh, good dude, and uh, he did something that hardly any publicist. He really helped push the show that he was on, that the Cretan was on, and is really getting that show out there. So we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so what do so, you play? Uh, a song? I mean, he does a lot of metal, more metal than punk. But I definitely, okay. when he has punk artists, I think we'll definitely be working together in the future. So, well, let's stay on this topic of guests uh, after you play a song, huh? Yeah, let, let's do that. I think that'll roll right into the next segment. So uh, let me play us. Okay, so the other one, I the other record store day I got, it was a Euro exclusive from Tang, which is weird. I don't know why it's a Euro exclusive because you can order it from their American mail order. It just wasn't in American record stores. It was their, it was actually their last full studio album from 1997. It's called uh, Another Case of Brutality, B-R-E-W. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice bad pun. They're, well, you know, their their first album was called Another Wasted Night, of course, and their second album was called Older Budweiser. Oh, boy. And third one was called, oh, I can't remember, because they only really have like four proper studio albums. And they're all great. They're one of those bands, like they started out as a great punk band, great hardcore band. Then they sort of went to like the crossover thing, and I like that a lot too. And then they kind of circle back around to like the their kind of original punk and hardcore sound. Anyway, let's play uh this is from another case of brutality. It's called Weekend Millionaire. <laughs>
So there, weekend millionaire by We're all weekend millionaires. Right Gang Green. So when did that album come out? I think '97. I mean, I, I may be wrong. I think it was '97. No, I'm looking at '97. Holy shit! There's a lot of there's a lot of songs on this album. Holy crap! Short little songs. Yeah, it's funny because the <laughs> you're gonna love it. The reissue also has their seven inch from a couple of years ago, so it has like 25 songs. Wow! I see they do a cover of Suspect Device on it. Yep beautiful green green vinyl gang green green vinyl which is good because i have another wasted night with that kind of black and green cover yellow vinyl mm. okay anyway tang tang like i said tang is a label you love to hate because they really put out some good stuff so they put out their first album and their last album and then they went to other labels in the in the middle i guess well they had a, i think they were I, i'm not sure if they were a major label or what but they they got kind of they kind of got swept up in that like uh late 80s crossover thrash movement hmm. i mean they had a song on mtv called born to rock which is sort of not one of their better songs but they had a big video and stuff yeah they were cool from boston right boston yeah because they were on some of the early thrasher compilations so they skateboarded at some time there was some kind of skate thing with them as well yep skate to hell was one of their yeah, early singles that's right i think we played that before yeah that could be yeah, it sounds like something i would play yeah, I don't know. We've, we've done this a lot. I wonder how many songs we played. I know your pal Mark. You wonder how many songs we've played? Well, as of the she... end of as of the end of Susie Moon's episode, my friend, we had played seven hundred and three songs. Wow, ten thousand dollar fine per song. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to work some overtime to pay that one off, buddy. I guess. Well, it's <laughs> it's um, yeah. So you'll have to forgive me if I don't remember everything we've played at this point. I just, um, I just remember that one because you played you played that one and you played the boneless ones I think as well. Oh yeah, the boneless ones are great too. Skate with the devil. Yep. Skate with the devil. Oh no, you, you know what? You played the song Alcohol before. By uh, oh, that's a good one too. Another wasted and uh, which one did you just play? Uh, weekend, weekend millionaire. Okay, so you've played another wasted night. Voices carry. You've played a lot of gangrene actually. Mm. <laughs> Well, that's fine. Well, I'm going to get so, that new record with all 25 tracks on it. I'll yeah. play some more. It's all good. It's all good. So. so, guests. Yes. We've had a lot of them recently. Yep. Um, some um, really good, and some... Uh, I'm not going to diss any of our guests, but some better than others. How's that? Yes. Yeah. Is that how Be you diplomatic would... for once in your freaking life. I'm doing my best. Well, and it's funny because we try, you know, it's, it's so obviously the vast majority of the people we talk to are what? Musicians, right? Vast majority, yes. And then the next biggest group is probably like label guys. Label guys. Yeah, label guys. Yep. Yeah. Well, guys who run yeah. labels. So we've, we've actually made a concerted effort to talk to other people. So we've had a photographer. We've had an author. We've had people who run online zines, right? We've had all, what, what was the other, we had a, oh, we had a charity? Charity guy, yep. Yep. We've had a lot of different things. And like I said, it's, it's things can be sort of hit or miss. I wonder, and, and you know, I, I don't know, do we, what, what do you guys like? Once again, we're, we're going to you, the listener, to tell us what you like. I mean, are we trying too hard to have variety? Should we just, just all have old white guys on like us or should we <laughs> should we keep down the path i don't know well i don't think it, i don't know whether it's that cut and dried because one of the other kind of guests was an older white guy and he wasn't uh super exciting either well so, it's, but it, the, th- the thing is and the thing and i know we've kind of breached this before you really have very we really have very little idea 
what somebody's going to be like before they come on the air. I mean, unless, like, unless we know them and we know it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and early on, especially, we did have a lot of people that we knew that we had, you know, that yeah. we actually knew, which helped. But it's it's one of those things. It's it's very, it's very hit or miss. Like you know, so like I don't know anything about like the Cretan personally, right? But I'm a huge fan of his music, so I had a a good base there. Um, and the fact that he was just hilarious was just a bonus, you know. I, I, it would it would have sucked if he'd have been like, well, you know, here in Canada, you know. So it, <laughs> so it, it was it was cool, you know. Um, but it's one of those things. I'm a sucker for, like, what I think is a good story. Oh yeah, Definitely. that somebody has to tell. So that's why I think I'm drawn towards these. So even as I say, well, maybe we should stick to our core. I'm already seeing a couple other things going. Oh man, maybe I see, got a real good angle. I think we can go at this. Head. So <laughs> we'll see. Maybe no matter what we promise, I'm gonna do. Not gonna do it anyway. So well, I mean, I think that basically they have to be people who a have got a kind of an interesting story. I mean, man or woman. I mean, Susie Moon was great, right? Um, yeah. They got an interesting story, and they enjoy talking to you know just shooting the shit with people. Yeah. Um, and, and it's hard for it's hard it's hard for some people, no question about it. It is. I mean, we try and put people at ease and stuff like that. I mean, we do, but normally, again, we can tell within we slip, the f- we slip a little something in their drink, right? Yeah, but normally we can tell within the first five minutes of how it's going to go, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> That. I mean, sometimes even before we've started actually recording, you know, when we're just saying hello, sometimes it can give you a bad feeling that oh shit, this is going to be a, <laughs> this is going to be a short one tonight. Some well, sometimes yeah, some people are harder to, you know, I mean, once again, I hate to use the Cretan as an example, but he's a guy like you ask him one question, you could pretty much just go to sleep and stop, push stop two hours later, right? Yep, because he was he was a lit fuse, man. He was uh, he people, was out other there. Other people are really or Dougie we had on the other day, same thing. I mean, I I said when we were done, I think we talked to Dougie for around two hours. It was one of the longest ones we've had. He had the and show I, total of two really, and a half. We didn't even really talk about his background. Right? I mean, I, I'm like we could have talked to Dougie for four hours easily. You know, it's just the way it is. Or Ed Shred is another one. I mean, I think Ed was another very, very long one. But I'm like, I think we probably could have talked to him for another couple hours. You know, I think we could too. I think we could too because he has so many stories. He's been doing. We try this. to take you guys into consideration because yeah. people still complain about how long they are. But uh, yeah, and a lot of it is based on is based on uh, on Tom's bladder and how how well he's doing. Yeah, well, it's it's. <laughs> I think our sweet spot is between an hour and a half and an hour and forty five minutes. I think that's the sweet spot. Yeah, I mean, if we got a, if okay. we got an interesting guest who wants to talk, then you know, shit, we'll hang with him, right? I but mean, I think it's just you know, I think you just, and I think a lot of them have been in that spot. You know, we always shoot for at least an hour, and uh, you know, if if you make it an hour, it's like uh, eight seconds on a, a bucking bronco. Anything but beyond that is you know like a bonus. So <laughs> yeah, you know, when you guys have listened to us often enough, you know. You guys can kind of probably tell as well from the beginning of an interview how it's going to go. But, you know, to, I mean, to be fair, though, we really do try. If if people have got any kind of relation to the punk scene at all, you know, uh, we'll we'll give it a shot. And we don't mind who we interview and, you know, what, yep. their, what their views are or whatever. We're going to have pretty much anybody on. So it's uh, yep. it, it's all good. And I hope you guys, you know, appreciate that. And uh, and hang with us if you if you can tell it's going to be a difficult one. <laughs> Just hang <laughs> hang with us because we know as well. We're we're very much aware of that. <laughs> yes, we are not oblivious. All right, I'll tell you what. You know, why don't you play another song? We won't dwell. We won't dwell on that because we really do appreciate everybody who comes on and talks. We do. We we, we really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm amazed at how many people are willing to do it, and uh, 
people are generous with their time and we do appreciate it. So, all right, what are you, what are you going to play? What, what, what British Isles country are you going to play a song from now? Wales. And uh, because Wales actually played today, they and they actually did very, very well. They won two nothing today uh, over Turkey. So that was a really good win for Wales because Wales mm. hardly ever quali- qualifies for anything. I don't know if they've ever been in the World Cup, at least not for the last fifty years. So um, you know, it's a very small country, right? But uh, yeah, they they played today and they beat Turkey two nothing. So that was a great result. So I was like, I'm going to get a punk band from Wales. Can you think of a punk band from Wales? I'll tell you a story about Wales, but you go ahead and you go ahead and play a song. Well, first. let me tell you, it's difficult. There were there weren't very many famous punk bands from Wales. Um, the only one I could really think of was the Partisans. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to play a song by the Partisans. This is actually their first single. So this is Police Story by the Partisans. Oh, I know this song. Cool. story there by the partisans that was their first single and it was also on their first classic lp self-titled album yep yep, yep. yeah good album that yeah everybody was in love with the bass player she was uh attractive oh really lady. the female bass player i yep. did not know that yeah he did was she like gay advert level i i can't i can't possibly judge ladies like that what do you what's the matter with it's you true. you sexist bastard sexist i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> she, uh she yeah she wasn't quite as uh she was younger, let's put it that way, because this was like eighty one, right? Ah. She wasn't the, she wasn't seventy seven. Yeah, because they're she more. Was... Yeah, they're more thrown in with like the eighty two, like the little yep. harder edge stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Yeah, the partisans were like eighty one, eighty two. I think was there eighty three. It's funny, you know, because we're 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 exploring the idea of going to rebellion next year, twenty twenty two, 
and my wife and I are kind of kind of looking at it, and I, I think it could be a lot of fun, and we would love to go meet our British friends over there, and but we would be it would be part of a bigger vacation for us. Oh yeah, probably. I'm sure I'm sure Cheryl's gonna love meeting John. That'll just be well, awesome. Well, listen, that's gonna be a little. <laughs> the way I'm selling this thing, Neil, is we'll do that for a few days, and then you know we'll go see all the stuff you want to go see. Yeah. So listen, after I had hang out with you and John and Richard and some of the other the other English guys Reprobates. it's going to be like yeah. nothing but carriage rides and <laughs> candles after that for two weeks. yeah I hope she's not expecting everyone to be wearing top hats and stuff like, my, like my fair was, lady my point was you know we're looking at the you know looking at the it's looking at the uh, you know the layout of the British Isles it's just like where the hell is Wales man you can't even find it but it's funny because we were looking at my wife, you know, she likes we like cruises. She's looking at cruises and there's like a cruise where you get on in, in Southampton or whatever. And it's like a seven day cruise. You only make three stops. I'm like, you could pretty much see the freaking places from the other. I mean, what are they doing? They just parking in the middle of the British Sea or the Irish Sea or what? Where's this, where's this cruise going? I don't know. Apparently not very far. <laughs> Jesus. It's just on like a houseboat. <laughs> but Liverpool, Liverpool is a big stop, of course. Oh, it is. But okay. That's okay. like the big one. Yeah. yeah. But shockingly, no luxury cruises leaving from the metropolis of Blackpool. <laughs> yeah, not a surprise. On a clear day, you can actually see Blackpool from Liverpool if you're lucky. Can you? I was going to yeah. say, I mean, how? It's not. I mean, when you go from like England to Ireland, you take a ferry, right? It's not that far. Yep, you take a ferry. And when I went, because I fly to Dublin and then Dublin to uh, that's right. that's Dublin right. to Manchester, and that's like a that's like a forty minute flight. <laughs> so hmm. you know, and and that's on a propeller plane. So taking your life well, in your hands on that one. It's like a World War Two fucking cargo plane. <laughs> Just well, strap you in with a netting. I don't know if next year's the year or not. I think I think it's it's a possibility. I think we could do it next year. And the lineup for Rebellion is pretty crazy. Um if everybody can do it, I think I could probably do it. Hmm. And, okay. and as I said, as I said, how many times are we gonna do this? And you took it as Oh, we're not that old. I'm like, yeah, but what are the odds of getting everybody everybody together? You know, you mean off? We have a couple. We have a couple of. We have a handful of older English guys that we communicate with fairly regularly that I know are regulars over there, and it would be cool to meet them. And it'd be cool to meet some people from the other group, that other group we're part of, that big group. So, oh yeah, yeah, those guys, Spenny and those guys. Yeah, that would be all right. Yeah, um, but the only here's the other problem though. It's like, okay, my wife doesn't really want to go to the shows, right? Right, and Blackpool um, isn't that much fun. Believe me. Well, and that's the problem. But, but I'm like, well, you know, it's close. You could take a bus to Manchester for a day. You could take a bus to Liverpool for a day. But I'm like, I want to do that stuff too. Yeah. You know, I want to go see Manchester. I want to go see Liverpool. You can you see know, the home of, of yeah, the ancestral home of uh, of Liverpool, Neil. That would be good. That would be good. Yeah. Do you do you uh, did you sell your mom's house yet? Or you still Not got yet. It? No, we still got it because I mean England. Okay, so England just came out of lockdown and they were supposed to be opening up everything June 21st but they've they've already pushed that back a month because of the stupid Indian variant because apparently oh. the English people are afraid of their own fucking shadow so um they've pushed it back to the end of July now so who knows it might not even be open by 2022 it's <laughs> <So>. <laughs> crazy what's what's going on here like i said these states are just falling all over themselves to open up now well, I as mean, fast but, as humanly possible, and and somehow Michigan got behind California, and New York, even it's just it's insane, man. Yeah, yeah. So we are looking at. I'm looking. So the the venues are opening up next month, July. Um, the little venues are already started 
have already started doing shows. But like the bigger venues, and I don't mean arenas, but like the bigger rock venues and stuff. Uh, looks like are in in earnest next month. By August, it looks like they're going to be back in back in business. Yeah, I mean some of our smaller venues like Reggie's is already booking shows. I know there's a one yep. that we found out about yesterday. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, but um, that wasn't Reggie's. That was a Beat Kitchen. Beat, I'm sorry, Beat Kitchen, which is even better because it's closer to me and it's my favorite uh, my favorite venue in Chicago. Well, I'm, I'll tell you what, we are going to talk about that next time okay. because I think I, and I and once again I I don't want to. I don't want to uh, jinx jinx anything because I don't want to have a conversation that feels eerily similar to the one we were having last spring. Yep. Where it's just like, oh, man, what are we going to do? we got so much going on. But what's going to happen? It looks like everybody's going to try to tour like starting in September. Right. That is. So that, I think that, it's going yeah. to be a big cluster again. It is. And, of course, we go to punk rock bowling in September, right? So, yep, in September. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I, I, I definitely plan to do that thing in October and – I, 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 I actually have been a, a buying tickets to really inconvenient places, like several hour drives. And but like I said, that's another episode because I think we'll probably do one more by ourselves. Okay. I mean, I'm, hope, I'm hoping you come down here for uh, you know, we got that show with uh, that like street street fest thing. So I'm hoping you, you know, come I down for one know, of those. I haven't really figured out that far ahead but i i mean i can't imagine i won't get the time go get to chicago at some point this summer um i mean that october thing i don't know i'm just trying to figure figure it all out because also the other thing is and we we we're sort of talking about doing another sort of live-ish uh podcast from from another record store and i i wouldn't even mind going down and doing another one with matt it's just like so we gotta we gotta yeah we got things to to talk about yeah we do well and i think next time we record or within a couple times we'll be a little better to able to give hey we're gonna be here we're gonna be there i mean listen not that you know but if we're gonna be somewhere we'll let you know if you want to come buy us a beer and hang out you know well i'm gonna be i i leave for florida next friday i'm going out to florida oh that's right you're going down to yeah i'm going to gainesville this this is insane to me (laughs) what is you were flying out what day I leave next, so not 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 in two days, but I leave on Friday the twenty uh, fifth. Friday the twenty fifth of and June. And you're coming back. I'm coming back the following Tuesday. Okay, so you're taking Friday off. Yeah, I'm taking I'm work? taking Friday and Monday and Tuesday off. You're taking so. three days off. Basically. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking three days off work, and the uh, Teenage Bottle Rocket show was on the Monday night for some reason, but it's on a Monday night in Gainesville, so I'm going to see Teenage Bottle Rocket at Lucy's in Gainesville on that Monday night. You and Mark. So. Me and Mark, yeah, and I think um, I think one of our other listeners said they might try and make it too. So Mailman Mike said he might cool. try and make it. That'd be cool. Yeah, and then anybody so, else yeah, who I wants think, to. I yeah. think within a couple of weeks we will definitely. We've already told everybody we're going to be at Punk Rock Bowling, and it sounds like we're going to meet up with several people at Punk Rock Bowling actually, which would be cool. I don't know how we're going to make that work, but we'll figure it out. And uh, Circle Bar, four a.m. when Neil goes gets up in the morning to get up. Yeah, I was going to say I won't be up, I won't be up all night. That's about the time I wake up in the morning, so I can see exactly. you guys. I'll be eating my breakfast. Neil's uh, Neil's palatial suite is going to be the Punk Till I Die headquarters. <laughs> Yeah, Lydia asked me because Lydia's going with me. Lydia and her friend are going with me. She's like, "Well, if I ever can, I bring my boyfriend. Can he stay with you?" I'm like, "No, he can't fucking stay with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not getting a double room, so some like eighteen year old can fucking sleep in my room. Fuck that." Yeah, no kidding. Tell yeah. him to stay home. Get yeah, a job. This, that's our offices. This is the punk till I die office. Damn it. Exactly. Yeah. We're gonna be like 
It'll be like we'll have that big, we'll have Neil's big phallic microphone set like in the middle of the king bed, and we'll all be sitting around Indian style. Around Excuse it. me, you're the, you've got a phallic microphone now, my friend. So you that's know, true. It's pointed it. right at me, men- pointed menacingly at me, my face right well, now. Well, and I've got the, I've got that banner too that Mark gave me a banner for my birthday last year, so I can actually hang the banner in the room so it looks official. Dude, hang in the hall. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, get stolen. <laughs> It'd be like we get some like like flyers being like party in room two eighteen. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Listen, Neil. I'm gonna play another song. Yep. So talking and about this... talking about the wonderful time that we're gonna have in punk rock bowling. Exactly. This is about the record that got away, which I don't know if it got away or not, or if I need to go back and buy it or what. I don't know. I'm kind of like letting fate decide. Like if I get called into work, I get a minimum of two hours overtime, which will more than pay for multiple copies of the Joey Ramone album, but. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm waiting for a sign. So, anyway, this is so. This is song is from the record that got away on Record Store Day. This is from Joey Ramone's first solo album, which I know you and I talked about this a little bit. This album is a pretty much a legit solo album, right? I think he had it very close to finish when he died. Right. And it's called "Don't Worry About Me," and yeah. it came out. He died in 2001, and this came out in 2002, and this is the first track from that it's called what a wonderful world the old louis armstrong sort of american standard
So yeah, I absolutely. I mean, everyone loves that song, right? I mean, what's not yeah, to love? Great. What a wonderful world! It's such a fabulous song. The Louis Armstrong version is great, yep. and the Joey Ramone version is great too. From the Sex Pistols intro all the way to his uh, to his vocal, I think it's just yep. a fabulous, fabulous version of the Here, song. Allow, and, I'll, allow me, Neil. Go ahead. I see flowers of blue. You've just you've just been canceled for making fun of somebody. So sorry about that. I was just trying to do the voice. I wasn't trying to make fun of anybody. Oh, he's, yeah, been dead. he's been dead yeah. for quite a few years. Yeah, cultural appropriation, baby. Right there. Maybe his spirit will haunt me. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a decent solo album. There's some really good songs on it. And yeah. uh, what's that song um, that kind of talks about him being sick that's on it? Stop Thinking About It? Is, is oh, stop it? thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the last song is Don't Worry About Me. The Don't Worry About Church. Me. Oh, yeah. That's very sad. I like the song it? where he like, lusts after the news anchor, Maria Bartolo or Tarot. something like that. Now, the funny thing is, she's turned into a super right-wing nutcase. Is which, she? Yeah, she is. She's on Fox News so all the time. So now Johnny, Johnny would be more into her. Yeah. Um, and by the way, all those people that are still knocking Johnny, you know, you can all go fuck yourselves. I mean, seriously. Yeah, he's dead. Leave yeah. him alone. Well, also, you're allowed to have your own political opinion. Not everyone has to think the same way as the Gestapo can left wing. Neil, can I introduce cases. you to punk rock in 2021? <laughs> no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to know it. No, don't yeah, tell exactly. me. Don't. Thank you. Anyway, the yeah, it's a good album. The high priest, the high priest of punk rock in 2021, Jello Biafro is going to cast you out of the church of punk, Neil. Uh, that's okay. I, I might not want anything to do with it. So we'll go to uh, we'll go to rebellion, and you'll. <laughs> we'll see a completely different side of things. I think it's funny though. Even a lot of the old people are, are uh, politically kind of kind of janky. I think. That's um, well, a one for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's listen. I, and I, the thing is that I will say, and that you and I always say, politics are nuanced. Everybody wants to stick somebody way over on one side or way over on the other side, but that's just not how it works. That's not how we it all should work anyway. And and we all have different life experiences that you know. That, that sort of got us to where we are. So some of us have definitely had more life experience than others. I think most people listening to us right now have had plenty of life experience. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, I say that the new guy who wrote the letter, Richard Hughes, uh, I think he said he just turned forty, so he's practically a baby for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, it's the youngster, the youngster of the group. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but so yeah, the next teaser for the next episode. Episode one fifteen. The teaser. I think we're we're gonna try to figure out, try to navigate the complicated fall show schedule. There you go. Yeah. We you know maybe we should. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Well, we, not we fall. It's I mean summer and fall because a lot of summer shit happened in yeah. Chicago in the summer. Yeah. You know what? We might have to do a festival rundown. Maybe we'll see if Swisher wants to come on and do a festival rundown with us. So talking of festivals, they announced uh, Lollapalooza and uh, what's that other stupid <laughs> Pitchfork. Oh my gosh, the Pitchfork Boy, that is not on my radar. I mean, the, the axe, I don't even recognize any of them. Oh, that's what I was about to say. I, I don't know when I got so old that I don't recognize a single person, except for Erica Badu. I didn't recognize a single person at Pitchfork. It was like, what my, the uh, hell? Who are these people? My daughter put on, my daughter, she's she's 14, right? She's so annoying. All she <laughs> wants, every time I get in the car, she just reaches for the, the dial. That's her thing. And, and what, usually I what just does she put on? It. What does she put on? pop like modern pop music okay. which i tell you what man when i was in the car with my parents when i was 14 i was listening to whatever horrible crap they were listening to that was it you know there was no you whistle and sing along dad get out of here <laughs> get out of here and there we go you're not allowed to eavesdrop get out of here 
you don't, here. You're not allowed to have an opinion, damn it. <laughs> Daddy, get out of here. Which get daughter? Which daughter is that? Rabbit, get out of here. She's got this. You know, my <laughs> Amazing. Eddie, Eddie raises rabbits. You know, we've talked about this. My younger daughter, she just turned 14. She raises rabbits in the garage, so I don't have a place to park, which is great. And it stinks <laughs> like shit. But uh, she's she's also trying to make a little money, so she's raising meat rabbits. Oh, no. So these big, ugly white rabbits, they grow really fast. they got pink eyes. They're really unattractive, right? But like eight weeks or something, you can just eat them up. Oh my people god! All all of all of vegans listening to the show just all fainted. People pay. Well, I mean, listen. If you if you eat meat, you eat meat. I mean, something has to die for you to eat meat, right? Um, I don't know if I've ever eaten rabbit. I'm not a meat rabbit like, before. How, how does rabbit taste? It's like greasy chicken, like dark meat chicken. That's a great name for a pan, greasy chicken. <laughs> but they, uh, they, but yeah, she's so she so she because that's uh, the other ones are just kind of like pets or cute, you know. Sure, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But these big ugly white ones get eaten, and if they don't sell, like I said, we're gonna eat some bunny tacos. I, I don't know what we're gonna have, but um, you know, you can come over, we'll eat some bunny. Um, <laughs> but uh, Amazing. one of them is is like the runt of the litter, right? It's just oh, this no. tiny, like the other ones are growing really fast, mm-hmm. and there's this tiny little runt. It's literally like half the size of the other ones, and she's freaking like bottle feeding this thing and trying to bring it back to health and i'm just like you know we're gonna whack that thing over the head with a two by four and somebody's gonna eat it in like two months what are you doing but you know she's a compassionate child that does sound bad though like the run so then nobody's gonna want to eat it anyway it's all gonna be all bones and stuff so i think you might have she to keep went, this you know, one tom tom you have to keep this one keep the run well that's what she said i'm keeping this one she went to the store like the tractor supply which i'm sure you have lots of in the suburban chicago the tractor supply store <laughs> And she bought, Funnily enough, no, no. She bought these tiny bottles of cat's milk to feed this thing. Oh yes, I've, I've, yeah, kitten milk. Yeah, I've heard that before because we have a lot of wild rabbits around here, and I know my uh, uh, Lydia has found one before, and they've had to get kitten milk for it, and they're very difficult to feed as well. I believe it's something that we have to mix it with the mother's feces or something. <laughs> well, we're not doing that. Well, listen, man, <laughs> let me ask you something. So, if like this rabbit dies, can I put that on my cereal, or is it just going to go to waste? What? The kitten? Oh, the kitten milk. Gotcha. I thought you meant the, you got to squeeze the rabbit. <laughs> All right. Anyway, just just to clarify, I'm not going to be the one whacking the rabbits over the head with a 2 by 4 Yeah, don't whack off a rabbit, Tom. Exactly. <laughs> Get sicko. Uh, where yeah. did it? See, I told, I told you we never know where we're going to end up. All right. Yeah, the show went off the rails. What um, what, I'm well, I've, I'm going to play. Okay, so the last song I'm going to play. So this is talking about uh, Tom's weird suburban town. Um, this is a song by the famous Scottish band from Dunfermline. This is the Skids uh, with Sweet Suburbia. <laughs>
was the skids with Sweet Suburbia, and uh, you'll know the skids because um, the main guitarist and songwriter, Stuart Adamson, went on to form the con- uh, Big Country. Yep. And, of course, thought, the th- Paul Man is dead play, now. Maybe played the members, Sound of the Suburbs. Uh, no, no. Come have we ever from, played the members? We have not played the members, no, so we'll have to do that mm. next time. But I wanted to play someone from Scotland, because Scotland, uh, like I said before, they got their ass kicked the other day by the Czechoslovakia. Double, so. double dose of Scotland. Double dose of Scotland, yes. Yeah, so we had Scotland, Wales, and England today. So. And we salute Sean Connery, who's dead. What? Sean Connery. He's dead, and he's Scottish, right? He He died today? No, he's been dead, right? Has he? Sean Connery's dead? Is he? <laughs> right. Is he? I don't. I did not know that. Oh yeah, he died. He, he died during COVID. He died uh, Halloween last year. Wow, look at that! Didn't he was like ninety it. years old, right? He was. He was. So, there you go. Well, well, now Neil, you have to start the morning process all over again. I know, right? Yeah, I know. I love Sean Connery. Everybody's favorite Double O Seven. He's a grumpy fucking asshole. That's why I liked him. He was. There's, he, he, yeah, he was, yeah, I don't even want to get into it. He was, he, some of his interviews from the 70s are classics. All right. What have we learned, Neil? What have we learned? Anything? What have we learned? We've learned that uh, you spent a lot of money on Record Store Day. That's one of the things we learned. It's a scam, It's but they sucked me in. They you might as well have been in. a Nigerian prince. <laughs> That's what we're going to call you from now on. Exactly. Tom the but Niger. the good news is I barely spent more than Neil did on one seven inch, so I'm doing all right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway, thanks so. For, thanks for listening, everybody. We yeah. appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us for another episode. And, you uh, yeah. So, uh, keep a little mark in your heart. Stay free. Smile later. Smell you next time. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs>